me through it. So how did you move um, from the predominantly SMB space up to the enterprise? And let's talk about some of the differences there. Yeah. So like I said, since I've been here eight years now and we've grown every single year as an organization and we didn't just do that by, well, we did it a couple of ways. The first was just doing more, right? Like getting more, doing more deals, but it's a grind, right? And there's two, two pieces of that in a service-based business, right? From a sales standpoint, you only have so much time. And if you're just churning 15 deals a month in pipeline, like it's a lot of work, right? Yeah. And it's not a ton of revenue, actually, you know, 25K deals isn't that much when you have a pretty small sales team. Um, but the other side of it is it on the delivery side, keeping up with that volume of delivery is very challenging as well. So each and every year, we made a very distinct point to expand a little bit, right? Think a little bit bigger, talk a little bit bigger. And what we found as an organization was the implementation of the technology itself wasn't making people successful. So we started understanding that there were services surrounding just the implementation that we could bolt on and start increasing the value prop to our customers. So, you know, what started as only selling Marketo implementation, optimization, and managed service grew into, well, now we do data hygiene. Now we do buyer personas. Now we do lead management and, and buyer journey mapping. Now we do this. Now we do that. And what we were then, and you fast forward to today, we're a consulting company, right? Yeah. We have, you know, you talked about big uh, management consulting when we were doing pre-show prep. We have some elements of management consulting, like go-to-market audience intelligence. We have operational effectiveness. We have data, data management, data architecture. And then we have how you, like more of the agency type stuff, like how you actually campaign and, and, and your channels that you go to market with. So each year we just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I finally hit that inflection point where it's like, I like the big strategic deals. I like building business cases. I like going up in the enterprise. I'd rather do two deals than 10. And it's just more fun for me. I'm just, I'm built that way. So as we started to grow our sales team, I just stepped in and said, oh, I'm going to do the enterprise. Like that's, that's where I want to go. Um, so that was a little bit of the transition for me. Yeah. And it's kind of curious, right? Because some people will loathe enterprise sales because of, um, it's a lot. You, in one way, you have to be patient to get everybody's consensus in there. But in another way, you can't be patient because you got to keep the, the the cycle time as short as humanly possible. So some people have uh, the ability to do it, and others don't. So you you're you said that hey, this is just a natural for me. I was able to slip right in. So a couple key learnings in, in, in that time, and like I said, I've some of my best friends are software sales reps, and I've you know, I've sold their software for them in a lot of cases <laughs> at this point. So, you know, maybe I don't sell software directly, but I, I definitely do indirectly. Um, I talk about this on my show and this is the concept of seller market fit, right? We always talk about product market fit when we, you know, someone brings a new product to market, but as a sales professional, there is a natural fit for you in the market where you're going to be more successful. I sell marketing to marketers. I can do that. I'm good at it. If you needed me to go sell engineering to engineers, I would suck. I'd probably <laughs> never make my number. I wouldn't know how to have a conversation. Like there is a fit element to where you belong. And that just, the, the type of solution is one thing. The other is the type of transaction. So I have a buddy who's a 
badass seller, but he is a volume and velocity needs to have every hour book with meetings, likes to have a lot of deals going really good at a transactional sale. And he makes a killing doing it. He doesn't like the enterprise. It doesn't work for him. So that's some self-awareness around where that fits. It's like that drives me crazy, right? Like I need to think about who is a good fit. Why? What's their problem? Where can we fit in? What is the business value? Can we get to the executives? Can we, you know what I mean? Like that whole process of building out an enterprise deal is really exciting to me. So I think as, a, as an individual, you talked earlier about why people leave companies and they don't see a path for growth. I think sales leadership should do a better job of understanding that it's not just, okay, you sell, you crush it, go be a frontline manager. Like being a frontline manager sucks for me, right? There is a path for individual contributors to grow. And especially in these big SaaS companies, right? You typically have an SMB team. You might have a mid-market team. You might have an enterprise team. Sometimes there are team leaders who don't have to be managers, but can be like mentors. You know, some of the, I, I love helping people. Doesn't mean I want to be a sales manager. Yeah. I'll help everybody on my team, right? But I, I don't need to be their boss. I don't need to enforce rules or tell them to put something in Salesforce. Like, I don't like doing it. So why would I ask someone else to do it? <laughs> Well, and it's funny though. So you said there, there's a seller market fit for that offering. And what was the second part that you said? Because that gets into um, sales personality almost, but what, how did you coin it? Uh, more along the lines of just, just growth. Like you don't necessarily have to, there's, it's not a linear path to, hey, you crush it in sales and then you become a frontline manager and then you become a frontline manager and become a VP. And like. Yeah. Management's not the only option for people. There are a lot of people who are very good individual contributors who can make a career and continue to grow as an individual contributor. Yeah, and I mean, you can literally make a career if you, especially if you're an enterprise. I mean, you can do pretty well at that more transactional SMB um, mm. if you're selling a, a, a value-added component or offering. Yeah. You can do pretty well, but if you get into enterprise, I mean, there's no reason that you can't make. There's people making into seven figures if you start to do pretty darn well. Um, and enterprise. So absolutely. Yes, sir. Yeah. There's professionalism within it. And then I would also challenge a lot of times that management, the, the leadership, it's less about account or it's less about supervision now, right? Because there's so much software. It's so easy to push a button and see how people are doing. And I think it goes to what you were talking about, Josh, it gets more into that, that coaching mentorship and training uh, of, of, building this out to make others as good as you. And I, and I think there's a, a huge component of that. I think it's less about that supervision. 